Hello and welcome to Freelance Party Broadcast. Today, Jess and I Hiya. are again recording from our houses. Jess, what's going on in your house today? <laughs> well, today's been incredibly exciting because I opened the window, had a look out for a few minutes, then uh, calmed down and went back inside. How, how's your day going? So it's safe to say that I'm getting my six pack on Jess because in any spare time that I have, I'm currently working out just to clear my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we're joined by Jason Moore, Chief Technology Advocate for Starling Bank. Hi, Jason. Hi there. So a few weeks ago, uh, I put a tweet out to ask freelancers what the best banking app is. And I was not expecting literally everyone to reply and say Starling. Uh, I wanted to have a fair judgment about the best banking app because Ipsy, who's freelance called a sister company, have a partnership deal with you guys. And I was worried that this would look really staged. (laughs) (laughs) So why do you think Starling has become so popular? So Starling Bank was founded in 2014. And when we launched onto the scene in 2017, the banking environment was very much, I would call it stale. Uh, It was very much stuck in a rut where the big incumbent banks had their sort of standard set of products and so on that they offered to consumers and businesses and didn't really want to go beyond that. They were stuck where they were. And Starling came along and we asked the question, well, what are the problems that people and businesses are actually having with their financial lives and how can we help them solve those? And we did those first for consumers, for consumer banking, because consumer banking is considerably uh, simpler than business banking. After we had, uh, you know, shaken up the consumer banking world, we went stepped into business banking and said, what can we do here? And a lot of what we're trying to do is gradually bring the power of automation that, you know, large institutions have and offer that to the small business owner who doesn't have the vast array of staff required to automate their processes. So for someone who's never actually heard of you guys, what does Starling offer? So uh, Starling Bank for business customers offers both a sole trader account and an account for limited companies. And um, we provide all the features that you would regularly expect from a bank account, such as the ability to set up uh, regular payments via direct debits, the ability to set up standing orders, debit card, and so on and so on. Plus, we offer some features that are somewhat unusual. For example, being an entirely digital online bank, our application process is entirely online and tends to be much faster than you would get at other banks. We, uh, you know, offer connections out to accounting software such as Zero or Free Agent, and we aut- offer automatic classification of expenses so that you don't have to go through and, you know, say what type or what category all of your outgoings should fall into. Those are classified automatically, so that when they are transferred into your accounting software, you have to do very little work there. All of these things. Um, make us easier to use for businesses. And I think that's why businesses really like us and why we've won the uh, Best Business Account Award at the British Bank Awards for two years in a row. Yeah, I was so pleasantly surprised to see just how many people said styling. It felt like you didn't really have any competition there. At first, when people just came flooding in and said styling, 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 I was thinking, how much are they paying these guys? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then people I knew were saying Starling and everyone just seems to be saying that. I was like, right, well, this has to be it. We have to look into this. And 
I know it's you have a partnership and that's kind of a separate thing to us anyway but um yeah it's, it does feel like the bank that every self-employed person uses at the minute and we certainly we we want to shake up business banking in the same way that we've shaken uh, up consumer banking. So in consumer banking, we came along and we offered uh, features such as the ability to uh, freeze your card on your bank account, for example, rather than having to cancel it if you lost it, so that you could freeze it and go around. And if you found it again, you could just unfreeze it and it would work. And uh, lo and behold, you know, about a year after we'd started offering that feature, all of the incumbent banks were coming out and saying, look, look, we've offered this feature as well. So we're hoping that the same sort of thing will start to happen with business banking and that we will essentially set a new standard, which all the banks have to reach if they want to be considered as a proper business bank. Yeah, you're basically taking away that responsibility that freelancers have or self-employed people have of being their own accountant and having to worry about all these things. If it's kind of being automated for you that's just yeah. so much simpler yeah and this is the th- this i think is the big problem that many uh, small business owners face is that they want to you know they want to run a business and they want to go out and you know follow a passion that they have to provide some sort of service or product and then they end up becoming glorified accountants and administrators they, you know, they end up just working through reams of paperwork and filling in receipts and so on and spending their energy doing that rather than spending their energy doing what they want to do. So we're, you know, as I said, we're gradually trying to take as much of that paperwork away as we can and say, you know, here is automation for you, you know, in the same way that big businesses will automate a load of their processes. We, we're saying, well, well, we'll provide the automation for you. Here is the automation. As, as time goes on, you know, we're constantly developing uh, new features, new things that uh, you can do with your uh, business bank account. And uh, hopefully we will roll out more and more of those features as time goes on. So we're never standing still when it comes to features. That's so interesting. I guess at the minute, with us all being in isolation and and working from home, how has that impacted how you operate? Because I guess like you you work from home quite a lot. I get the sense, and you don't have branches. But I wondered, like one, how it has impacted starting as a business, and two, therefore your customers. Has it impacted them at all? Sure. So I'll start with the customers first because that's easier. So it's impacted our customers very little. Well, I mean, it's impacted them as much as uh, it's impacted anyone, COVID-19, but it's impacted, you know, our relationship with our customers doesn't really change because it happens all online anyway. So as long as you've got the, uh, you know, a, a good broadband connection at home, we are as available as we always were and always are. That's a good thing. It means that we can still, you know, support our customers through this. As a business, Starling obviously has been impacted. We're now all isolating at home and we've all uh, you know split up so uh, we're not co-located anymore which makes it um, hard sometimes to coordinate between teams as we need to do when we're developing something or solving a customer problem or uh, what have you it makes it slightly more tricky but we still do have the tools to do this we um, you know built the bank deliberately so that we could run the the code for the bank on one laptop and, uh, you know, wherever that laptop may be. So it makes it easier for us to um, just switch to working from home quite quickly. 
to a certain extent, we've solved a lot of the automation and connectivity problems that other firms will be having already. And that allows us to concentrate on the other you know, issues that COVID-19 is throwing at us. So the entire code for the bank is on one laptop? Um, yes, the entire back-end server code can be just about still run on one laptop. It's getting slightly trickier to do that nowadays because obviously as we build up more and more code, there's uh, more and more to run and it's difficult. Um, obviously, one laptop could uh, not handle the volumes that we're seeing. And you know, We don't put customer data on, on laptops. That would be a dangerous thing to do. But we can run the code for the bank and so simulate the bank, as it were, on a single laptop, which makes it much easier to run, diagnose problems, make changes, and so on and so on. What I find particularly interesting as well is the fact that everything's virtual and especially at this time of like the pandemic is going on at the moment I mean I've got a family member who works in a bank at the moment and she's still having to go into work and I think that Starling's just proved to every bank that you don't have to have an open branch during this time and you can do it all virtual so it does really feel like it's setting an example now yeah absolutely I, I I think that the One of the interesting things about being in our position of being an entirely virtual bank is that we didn't have that fallback option of saying to people, we'll just come into the branch. You know, if if things have gone a bit wrong, just come into the branch and we'll sort you out. We don't have that option. So we had to design the system so that it could cope with entirely virtual uh, working with our customers. So it's, it's one of those interesting things that that restriction, as it were, has forced us into inventing a more robust and secure system that works virtually. Just taking another spin on things now, just taking the focus back to freelancers, is there anything in particular that you think is important for freelancers to think about, especially at the minute in terms of banking? Well, I would certainly think about can you access your bank? Are you able to contact your bank? Are you able to do what what you need to do with your bank entirely online? Because, you know, obviously branches are going to be, I would assume, either uh, very uh, poorly staffed if they are staffed at all. So, uh, you know, I would start asking the question, can you do what you need to do entirely online? Uh, or is that going to present you with difficulties? And I I think that Starling Bank offers a much better business banking experience because we are set up to be online as a first concern. You know, that's that's our primary uh, primary concern is making sure things work there. Whereas for other older incumbent banks, it's more of a, you know, a tag on. It's something that they've done as an afterthought because, you know, the Internet came along and they had to do something. You're right. I think it's kind of, as Faye said, it's proven at this time when we're all online that you know you've been doing this for ages and it's actually a lot easier to get stuff sorted with you guys and probably the the older banks because they're not as used to moving things to the virtual world yes this by the way will become an increasing problem because um banks are closing more and more branches and you know as more and more bank branches shut down it's going to become increasingly hard to run a model in which the bank insists that you come into a branch in order to open a bank account because you know you're going to have to make a long trip from one place to a, another in order to have that physical contact 
Yeah. So how easy is it for people to transfer over to a virtual banker, especially at a time like this? If they're panicking and they want to move to Starling, how easy is the sign-up process? Uh, so the sign-up process is, um, uh, we, you know, we've made it as easy as we possibly can do to, uh, you know, sign up and create an account. So we have to, you know, report on how long it takes for the average length of time it takes to uh, create an account. And our numbers are very good. They're, you know, normally some of the, the, the best numbers out there in terms of time elapsed to open the bank account. The transference process, if you want to transfer your account over, you can use the current account switching service, which allows you to move your bank account. Uh, this is a government-run scheme that allows you to move your bank account from one bank to another safely and securely. And we've automated all of that. So you can do that at the press of a button. Oh, amazing. So do you have any plans at Sterling on how you can help small businesses and freelancers over the next few months in these kind of bizarre times we're living in? Certainly. We, um, so we are at the moment applying to uh, be part of the Coronavirus Business Interruption Loan Scheme or CBLIS, CBILS, uh, however you pronounce it, <laughs> um, which is the government run scheme where the government will uh, essentially guarantee 80% of loans made to small businesses to help small businesses keep running um, during that time. So we, we are applying to be part of that package so that we can, you know, make loans to small businesses and, and uh, support them through this rather difficult and troubling period where a lot of them will either not be able to uh, operate at all or maybe are able to operate, but only in a very limited manner. So uh, obviously it's uh, quite difficult. Um, we've published a, a lot of information on our blog about what the thing, topics like what the government stimulus package means for small businesses and how small businesses can make use of it. And we're planning to produce more blogs about that sort of thing, uh, giving out a, you know advice and help to those small businesses. But obviously, we want the uh, you know we don't want a mass cull of small businesses or small businesses to go under. We want them to survive. But uh, uh, obviously, that's you know that's going to be tricky so i'm really glad that the government has decided to step in and offer some help and assistance to them and hopefully we can help facilitate that so we're recording this on the 27th of march which is the day after the chancellor announced some new measures for the self-employed and freelancers that you know the new announcement was that freelancers and self-employed people will get a grant of 80 percent of their um tradable profits i think is what the deal is so I just wondered, because a lot of Starling users, you said one of the options is for limited companies, and this new measure excludes limited company contractors or directors. So that would have, uh, like, impact most of your, well, a lot of your users, and they'll then want to go for these um, business interruption loan schemes, everything like that that you said. So that is actually quite important for Starling Bank users. Yes, absolutely. And there are restrictions on that that the, you know, the government has put in place. Um, so our blog details what sort of criteria you must meet in order to be eligible for a loan under C-bills. Yeah, it's a good name. C-bills, get bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we did get a question sent in to ask you. Matt asks, when is Starling going to allow you to set budgets and manually change the categories of expenses? 
that's a, a good question. The answer, I'm afraid, is uh, I don't know and can't say. One of the principles that we live by in engineering terms at Starling, because we are a very uh, technologically focused company, is to be flexible with what we do and how we set our priorities. So we are you know, constantly re-looking at our priorities, re-examining them, saying, is this the best thing to be setting up for customers right now, uh, and so on and so on. So we're constantly looking at that and changing the system and uh, altering what we do and how we do it. Now, the benefit of that is that that means that we can very quickly move in and change something and alter something and create new features or alter old ones. And you know that gives us a lot of flexibility to move around and say, here's an opportunity to help people out and to make the bank better for customers. Let's do that. The downside is it makes it very difficult to say exactly when a particular thing will happen because the you know the roadmap is ever changing and ever twisting and turning. So unfortunately, the exactly when a particular feature will be released, I I don't know. It might not even be on the roadmap. And at the same time, might be developed tomorrow if we suddenly got the opportunity to develop it and it uh, looks like the highest priority right then. That's interesting. Well, Matt, I hope that answers your question. But unfortunately, that's all we've got time for in this episode. You'll find loads of information in the show notes below and on Freelance Corner. Thanks, listeners, for listening to Freelance Party Broadcast. Join Freelance Corner, the online platform for the UK's freelancers, at freelancecorner.co.uk. Subscribe on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please like, share, and leave us a review, and let us know what we should quiz an expert on next time. Thank you so much for joining us, Jason. Thank you for having me. <laughs>